Hey fam, it is Phoenix from The Wine Cellar. Um, I'm just gonna hang out with y'all for a little bit, do some news, some headlines, some updates. And y'all are just gonna be stuck with me because William is at work, like always, as he tends to do. So um, this is gonna be probably 87% less funny than usual. But y'all just gonna fucking deal with it because you love me. All right, so anyways, um, just some news headlines that I wanted to get out there in case people haven't seen them. Um, one is, uh, this is from Brazil. And, you know, by the way, I want to start covering more international stories. I know, like, 95% of our stuff is American, and the stuff that isn't American is usually, uh, from the UK or, uh, Australia. But I want to start covering more international things. That might be, um, just something that I do on my own. Um, maybe. We'll see what happens. So anyways, um... In Brazil, there, there's an outbreak of yellow fever right now. And uh, Thomas Vieira Gomez, also known as 2N, is considered one of the most dangerous criminals in Rio de Janeiro, but actually did something really decent, albeit illegal, still for once. Yeah, this fucking article has a bias. They don't like this nigga. Um, and he looks, I mean, he's brown. He looks like, um, you know, maybe a little indigenous, a little um, slavery ancestry up in there. Uh, maybe he's uh, going to get his reparations, too. <clears throat> yeah, I, I have heard y'all asking me to uh, cover this whole, like, ADOS thing and my thoughts on reparations. And I have heard you. I will do it. I promise. I'm going to get it together. Um, I haven't forgotten. Just give me some time to get it done. Anyways, okay, back to this article. So, Tomas, um, for months, Brazil has been uh, dealing with a yellow fever epidemic that has left dozens dead. Despite the health ministry's plans to vaccinate millions of people in the hopes of containing the outbreak, immunization centers have struggled with a high number of patients, and as always, the poorest communities have been ignored. This was apparently the case of Salguero, one of the poorest reg regions of Rio de Janeiro, which I believe is the capital of Brazil, uh, and the headquarters of 2N's drug dealing operations. So he decided to speed up the process by using a very familiar technique, kidnapping. Mm-hmm. On January 27th, the young gang leader and a few of his cronies descended onto a local state-run clinic in two cars and took as many syringes and vaccine doses as they could and additionally kidnapped two nurses on duty that night. They then drove uh, to a bar in Salguero where the nurses spent hours administering yellow fever vaccines to members of the local community. According to their report, the two health workers stated that the kidnappers were not aggressive and only carried out the criminal action because many Salguero residents were not able to visit immunization centers to get their yellow fever shots. After uh, doing their job, the two victims were reportedly taken back to their workplace unharmed. The Rio de Janeiro police were, uh, were not alerted about the kidnapping, but the munis municipal health department still announced that it will investigate the situation. The news of the kidnapping went viral on Brazilian social media this month, with many praising 2N as a sort of modern-day Robin Hood. Even the country's former minister of the environment took to Twitter to comment on the bizarre s story when saying that while 2N is still an asshole, his actions were technically a public service. Uh, Thomas, uh, Thomas Vieira Gomez, a.k.a. 2N, is one of the most wanted criminals with authorities offering a $3,000 reward to anyone who can offer information aiding to his capture. Um, don't snitch, y'all. Don't fucking snitch. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Um, I can't believe anybody, well, you know what? Somebody might be hard up uh, enough for the money that they would do it. But after doing all that, I can't imagine um, snitching on the guy and getting him arrested and put in prison and whatnot when he just like saved his entire fucking town from this epidemic, you know? And of course, 
as usual, it's the fucking poor people who are always getting shitted on. As usual, of course, it's always the fucking poor people who, you know, oh, well, it's okay if you die or not all of you will die, right? There's so many poor people, the poor people can wait. If some die in the meantime, that's just collateral damage, right? Yeah. But yeah, I saw this story um, on, uh, I think on Twitter and I just wanted to share it because, you know, it didn't, I haven't seen people uh, covering it. I haven't seen a lot of Americans who are aware of the situation, either that this guy kidnapped uh, people to get vaccines for them or that there was actually a yellow fever outbreak happening in Brazil. So yeah, that was a fun story. I like it. I wanted to share it with y'all. Woo. You know, the hard thing about recording by yourself is that you have to keep pausing and stopping and then starting over like, cause you don't have a co-host to take up the dead air. <laughs> I just had a sneezing fit. This fucking deviated septum and it's just starting to be spring. It's is killing me, y'all. Um, but yeah, I can't uh, you know, wipe my nose and, you know, keep the thing running because I don't have a fucking co-host here. So ah, jokes on me. Alright, um, what other news do I have for y'all? I have a story from Italy, I do believe, which is fun. Um Oh, because a politician who was opposed to, yeah, I'm obviously like slowing down my speech because I'm fucking scrolling trying to find it while talking. See, that's why I need a fucking co-host. Uh, <laughs> a politician in Italy who opposed making chicken pox vaccines mandatory got the chicken pox. Won't the goddess of irony do it? Mm. An Italian politician known for his vocal opposition to a new law mandating school-aged children be immunized against several diseases, including chickenpox, has come down with the chickenpox. Mas- oh, Jesus fucking Christ, what is his name? Uh, Massimiliano? Wow, I sound so American right now. Massimiliano, I think. Frederica, a member of the far-right League Party, was placed under observation last week after contracting the disease, according to local news outlets. Frederica was the chief detractor of the so-called Lorenzen Law, <coughs> which mandates school-age children be immunized against chickenpox, measles, polio, and more. What kind of fucking asshole doesn't want to make sure kids are vaccinated against polio? What the fuck, man? These anti-vaxxers are fucking wild. Um, parents who do not comply can be p- fined up to $560 for sending their unvaccinated children to school. And kindergartners and preschoolers have the option of turning away children under six years old who have not received the necessary immunizations. The Italian politician claimed in a Facebook post he does not oppose vaccinations himself and has vaccinated his children. He said, I have always said I'm in favor of the vaccines, but to achieve the result, it is necessary to have an alliance with families, not imposition. Nigga. No, 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 no. This is one of those things. This is a public health concern. Vaccines are not fucking optional. I don't know if y'all could hear that, that alarm that was going off. Um, it's the youngest child's birthday today, so I baked him a birthday cake. I might post pictures of it later if it turns out. I use my skull pan, so it's a uh, blue velvet cake because that's what he wanted. So basically, there's a blue skull cake on top of the oven right now. <laughs> we'll see if it turns out when I get it out of the pan. Um, Anyway, so back to this story. I mean, fuck this guy. I think that vaccines should be mandatory. I know some people are like, you have to give people freedom and, you know, parents should have a choice. And I don't fuck fuck all that shit. This is about herd immunity and we need to keep kids safe. And in order to keep kids safe, we need to give them immunizations. That's just something I don't vaccinate your goddamn kids. That's just something that I don't really. Yeah, I can't, you know, I can't justify it. Um, <clears throat> oh, and the last part of this article 
Roberto Burioni, a renowned Italian microbiologist, uh, said on social media he hopes Federica's illness will alert <clears throat> skeptical parents of the advantages of vaccines. He said, quote, if he had infected a pregnant woman, we would now either be facing a malformed child or an abortion, uh, according to a Facebook post uh, Burioni wrote. The only way to avoid such tragedies is to inoculate everyone to prevent the circulation of the dangerous virus, which could have hit a more vulnerable person. Mm hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, I, I, I'm happy with the goddess of irony on that one. <clears throat> I feel like she had her shit together. Thank you. Or as uh, I forgot what her name was, Tatiana would say, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. And this is an update. I'm pretty sure everybody is familiar with the case about the, um, the it was a caregiver, I think, or a therapist who was uh, shot by police. He was uh, laying on the ground with his hands up in the air trying to uh, coax an uh, autistic patient uh, to come back home. Like, I'm pretty sure everyone remembers that. The picture was really famous. He's really just uh, laying in the middle of the street with his fucking hands up. And the cops shot him because shoot first, ask questions later. If they die, they die. Less paperwork uh, because people become cops because they're sadistic motherfucking assholes. You know. So a Florida jury today has acquitted SWAT officer Jonathan Aletta on one count of culpable negligence after he shot a behavioral therapist, Charles Kinsey, in the leg in 2016. Kinsey was trying to help an unarmed man with autism, Arnaldo Rio Soto, out of an intersection. Rio Soto was holding a silver toy truck, which Aletta claimed was a gun. Mm -hmm. Kinsey was filmed lying on the ground with his hands in the air, begging cops not to shoot him. Aletta was charged with, charged with four, which also, by the way... The guy said that he, the, the cop said he had to fire because the one guy had a gun, but you shot the guy who you didn't have the gun. I mean, yeah, I know it was a truck. It wasn't even a gun. But the point is, even if you thought that really was a gun, why did you shoot the guy on the ground with his hands up and not the guy you thought had the gun? Fucking liar. Uh, Aletta was charged with four crimes in 2017. Two counts of felony attempted manslaughter and two counts of misdemeanor culpable negligence. The jury today, um, which I think is actually, this is from a couple days ago, <clears throat> Um, doo -doo -doo. The jury today reportedly acquitted Aleda of culpable negligence for firing at Rio Soto, but could not reach a verdict on the other three charges. Uh, despite the fact Kinsey was filmed screaming the supposed gun was a toy, Aleda still pulled the trigger. The case became national news and civil rights, no civil rights activists noted Kinsey did everything possible to avoid getting shot and followed virtually every order the police shouted before Aleda pumped bullets into his leg. In court this week, Aleta argued he was actually aiming at Rio Soto, the man with autism. The officer believed Rio Soto was holding Kinsey hostage with a gun. Aleta also claimed he didn't hear the police radio transmissions telling officers on the scene not to fire their weapons. So you're just fucking incompetent then. Aleta was the first police officer charged for an on-duty shooting uh, in Miami-Dade County since 1989. Mm-hmm. And the first one uh, who has been charged under state attorney Catherine Fernandez Rundell, who has been the county's top prosecutor since 1993. <clears throat> um, 30 years ago, uh, Miami-Dade prosecutors charged Miami police officer William Lozano with manslaughter after he fatally shot a black motorcyclist. Lozano's conviction was ultimately overturned. <clears throat> of course it was. Um, <clears throat> of fucking course. Some prosecutors also uh, noted, to do where did it go? Oh, noted that uh, the ruling scared them away from trying other cops for on-duty killings. 
Oh my god, it's almost like the whole system is fucked up. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Fuck the system, burn it all down. Um, but just last week, <clears throat> a jury convicted former Palm Beach uh, Gardens cop Norman Nauman Raha of manslaughter after Raha shot and killed local drummer Corey Jones in Palm Beach County. Jones's car had stalled on I-95 while he was waiting for someone to tow his Hyundai Santa Fe. Raha showed up in plain clothes in an unmarked vehicle, shoved a gun in Jones' face, and Jones ran away. Which is fucking logical. Yeah, someone I don't know just pulled a gun on me. Yeah. Uh, Raha uh, then fired six shots, killing Jones. The young man died without knowing... (laughs) most likely died without knowing he was shot by a police officer. On March 7th, Ra became the first cop convicted for an on-duty killing since Lozano. Damn. Uh, this week, it was a lettuce turn on the stand, and uh, the prosecutors... Oh, shit. The prosecutor who was in charge of uh, Lozano's case also represented the state in a lettuce trial. Okay. So, so far, I haven't heard any updates. This article is from a couple days ago. I haven't heard any updates, so it seems that the jury is still deliberating uh, on the rest of the charges. But so far, one uh, charge has been dropped. We see what happens with the other three. And, you know, I, I just, I mean, this is nothing new. We already know this, but this is exactly what we're talking about with the system. It's not just that cops can shoot people. It's that now fucking you you're surrounded by civilians, this jury of your peers who support cop shooting people. And I was thinking about that, like, you know, I was at, you know, at the doctor's office and I'm just, you know, in a waiting room full of people. And I was like... If a cop came in here right now and mistook me for, you know, another person and shot me or, uh, you know, saw me out in the parking lot holding my cell phone and claimed it was a gun and shot me, I wonder how many people in this waiting room would fucking acquit him, (laughs) you know? And it's like wild when you think about it, but the system works because it's made with people who want it to work the way it does. It really fucking does. But obviously I'm going to keep up on this story. We'll see what happens. But so far it seems that... um, this guy's not going to fucking get convicted for shit as it tends to go. Ugh. Um, this is just creepy to me. Uh, people in Sweden are embedding microchips in their skin to replace ID cards. That's a hard pass for me, man. Mm-mm. I have no desire to like be stalked by uh, technology like that. It's already bad enough that my phone fucking stalks me and spies on me. I don't need a fucking microchip. So apparently you can put these, uh, you can put these shits in your hands and then you don't have to carry an ID card or a key card. You can just like wave your hand over fucking scanners. Ugh, fuck. Uh, so far 3000 people in Sweden have done it. Um, the implants have already helped replace the need for a host of daily necessities. Uh, the microchip, uh, wow. Okay. This person's name is Ulrika Selsing has a microchip and she says it's replaced her gym card and office key card. When she enters the workplace, she just waves her hand near a box and types in a code to get doors to open. Last year, the state owned rail line started scanning hands of passengers with biometric chips to collect train fare. Yeah. Um, and then it's, there's also a comment uh, from, you know, experts say there's no technological reason the chips couldn't also be used to buy things just like a contactless credit card. But nobody appears to have started testing this yet. Uh, everyone who says, says it just says it's a slight sting. The thing is only about the size of a grain of rice and so on and so forth. But I just I, no, no, I don't I don't like it. I'm very uncomfortable with it because I, I just see this going wrong. I don't know. Um but biohacking, the modification of bodies with technology, is on the rise as more people start using tech wearables such as Apple Watches and uh, Fitbits. About four years ago, the Swedish biohappy, biohacking group, the fuck is this word? 
buy on your fiking, I don't know, buy on your fiking, I don't know, uh, started organizing implant parties where groups of people insert chips into their hands in mass in countries including the U.S., the U.K., France, Germany, and Mexico. Some 50 employees at Wisconsin vending machine company, uh, Three Square Market, voluntarily agreed to insert microchips into their hands, which they could then use to buy snacks, log into computers, or use the copy machine. Fuck no. Absolutely not. Um, so Sweden, as 10 million strong, is generally more willing, willing to share personal details, which are already recorded by the country's social security system uh, and are readily available. According to AFP, people can find each other's salaries simply by calling tax authorities. Oh, shit. If, nigga, if they did that shit in America, we would be at war for real, for real. If people knew how much they were not getting paid compared to some of their uh, fucking coworkers. Uh, many don't believe that the uh, microchip technology is advanced enough to be hacked. <clears throat> uh, a microbiologist, Liberton, uh, also said the data collected and shared by implants are too limited for uh, users to fear hacking or surveillance. Nigga, I don't believe you. <laughs> Maybe not this year, but in a couple years, yeah, yeah, the fuck it will be. Uh -uh, I'm not fucking doing this shit. Um, and they're trying to justify it, right? So the uh, founder of the Bionfiken uh, where they were putting, having parties to put implants in. His name is Hans, oh, Jesus Christ, Hans, I don't know how to say his name. Um, he said, we're updating our bodies with technology on a large scale already with wearables, but all the wearables we wear today will be implantable in five to 10 years. Who wants to carry a clumsy smartphone or smartwatch when you can just have it in your fingernail or in the palm of your hand? I think that's the direction where this is heading. Nigga, couldn't be me. I'm not fucking doing it. That shit's creepy. People will find a way to hack that shit to fucking invade your privacy, fucking track you. Like, y'all think fucking cell phones are bad and Facebook ads are bad now. Wait till you get that shit put in your fucking hand. Couldn't be me. All right, I think I have one more story here. Oh, wait, I have two more stories. Let me get to them real quick. Um, so I think hopefully at this point, everybody who listens to the show knows that Chick-fil-A gives money to anti-LGBTQ causes. I hope everybody knows that. We all know that, right? Um, so they're still doing it, which is no shock. <laughs> and um, in 2017, the amount of donations they gave actually went up. Um, so this is... Uh, let me see here. New tax filings from the chick, the chicken chain Chick-fil-A's charitable arm, the Chick-fil-A Foundation, show that the company is still directing donations to organizations with fairly solid anti-LGBTQ outlooks. Um, per Think Progress, the newly released filings from 2017 show a hefty $1.6 million was donated to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, which imposes a ban on, quote, homosexual acts for its employees, as well as a general sexual purity policy. Those people do not have fun. $150,000 also went to the Salvation Army, which has a fraught history around LGTB issues, and a small donation also went to the Paul Anderson Youth Home, which uh, espouses fairly anti-gay views. While Chick-fil-A threw some heavy-duty cash around while the same-sex marriage debates were happening earlier this decade, the company has tried to temper its evangelical attitudes. Last year, uh, it, pr it proclaimed it had no policy of discrimination against any group. Nigga... You don't have to have discrimination against any group when you're paying other people to discriminate for you. The fuck? Um, so that was what they said after a New Jersey college banned the chain on its campus. Uh, it seemed like they were trying to spin technicalities here. Of course, it's the Chick-fil-A Foundation doing the donating, not the company, but still not a great look. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And I just, like, 
I think that speaks to this fucking like selfishness of shit. And like, you know, people are like, oh, I wish we had, um, you know, whatever, like living wages or I wish we had, you know, <clears throat> Medicare for all. But it's like y'all niggas don't fight for shit. Y'all niggas won't even stop eating these goddamn chicken sandwiches to stand in solidarity with LGBTQ people. So it's like, how are you going to fucking fight for some like real shit? Like, you know, getting money out of the government or out of elections, fucking ending lobbyists, fucking, um, you know, actually doing something about living wages and corporate greed and um you know coming down on these fucking ceos who are making you know 15 million dollars a year while their employees are making nine bucks an hour like y'all complain about that shit all the time but y'all won't even stop eating a fucking chicken sandwich (laughs) like come on that is like that is even easy it's easier to avoid chick-fil-a than it is to vote okay like, come on now. And I know y'all niggas love to vote because you think that's really going to do some, some. But yeah, that's just, they've always been grimy. And it's just disappointing how many people are like, yeah, but I like their chicken sandwiches. I know that they're, you know, promoting uh, policies that get people hurt and killed and leave them homeless and, you know, so on and so forth. But I, my chicken sandwich, I'm like, man, fuck y'all niggas. I don't like it. All right. Um, I have one more story. I think we did it as a headline on a podcast episode, um, but we didn't actually have time to get to it uh, officially. And this was about, um, I just forgot her name now, um, a woman who was killed by a police officer. And uh, apparently it turns out that this guy, well, I, hold on, let me back up. It was a sex worker who was killed by a police officer. She was handcuffed in his car, and he said that, like, she tried to attack him, so he had to shoot her, and it was self-defense. And sex workers, you know, saw the story and were like, yeah, he was trying to rape her. He was trying to, you know, coerce services to avoid arrest or some kind of shady shit, and he killed her. Uh, now it turns out the sex workers, as usual, were right, uh, because this Columbus police officer uh, has been charged with holding women against their will in exchange for sexual favors. Huh. Oh, what the fuck did the cats just break, man? Oh, no. Um, A Columbus vice officer could face the rest of his life in prison after being indicted by a federal grand jury on charges of holding two women against the will and only granting them freedom in exchange for sexual favors. That would be rape. Rape is the word you're looking for here. Uh, Andrew K. Mitchell, a 31-year-old division veteran, appeared uh, in a U.S. District Court on Monday and will remain in the custody of U.S. Marshals until a detention hearing. Uh, Mitchell, 55, is charged with three counts of deprivation of rights using his police while using his police authority, two counts of witness tampering, and one count of obstruction of justice and making false statements. The deprivation of rights charges involve two women, one of whom is believed to have been victimized twice. I'm going to assume they mean raped and each carries a, pos- a maximum possible sentence of life in federal prison. I mean, he's not going to get that, but... Uh, U.S. Attorney Benjamin Glassman called Mitchell's actions a nightmarish breach of trust. <laughs> You're right, because we're supposed to trust cops. <laughs> Y'all niggas. Y'all niggas is funny. Um, a sen- and that sentiment was echoed by Ohio Attorney General David Yost. Police officers are heroes, not predators, said Yost. When one goes bad, it pulls down respect for all law enforcement nigga you lying they all predators get the fuck out of here uh the first instance of forced sexual conduct occurred in july 2017 four months after mitchell joined the vice unit so see he joined the vice unit just to rape sex workers that's exactly what the fuck he did uh according to the indictment the other two instances occurred in september 2017 and the spring of 2018 
Mitchell was relieved of duty uh, on September 26th following the opening of an investigation that month into the vice unit by the FBI's Public Corruption Task Force. How fucking corrupt do you have to be to get the FBI to investigate your fucking, uh, your unit? Nigga, what the fuck? Like, there's going to be hella stories coming out of this because the FBI does not just fucking investigate. You have to do some fucked up shit to get the FBI and your shit like that. Uh, Mitchell is accused of lying to federal agents who asked him if he'd ever been sexually involved with a prostitute, said Glassman. The same week, the FBI executed a search warrant at Mitchell's Sunbury area home. Sunbury area home. Mitchell is also accused of tampering with three witnesses by either threatening them or trying to persuade them not to testify before a federal grand jury. Um, but sometime between September 26th and December uh, 2018, according to the indictment. During Mitchell's initial appearance Monday, Assistant U.S. Attorney Jessica Kim said the officer would be detained pending his trial because he'd already engaged in obstructive behavior during the investigation. Uh, Mitchell's attorney, Mark Collins, said his his client absolutely 100% denies all of the allegations against him. The federal charges are unrelated to an on-duty shooting in which uh, Mitchell fatally shot 23-year-old Donna Castleberry while working undercover in August of 2018. However, Collins said he is concerned about how the timing of Mitchell's indictment and arrest will affect the upcoming grand jury review of the shooting. Uh, Franklin County Prosecutor Ron O'Brien said the investigation into Castleberry's death is scheduled to be presented to a county grand jury next month. Castleberry's family told the dispatch that the uh, hearing is scheduled for April 3rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Collins, the lawyer for this fucking rapist murdering cop, uh, says, is he going to get a fair shake in the grand jury with all this publicity? Is he going to be testifying in jail clothes? Nigga, he's alive long enough to testify at all. Like, you know deal with that this nigga out here fucking raping sex workers kidnapping sex workers shooting sex workers and notice all three of the women involved castleberry the woman donna castleberry the woman who he killed and then these other two women who aren't named they're all fucking sex workers like this is a fucking pattern and this is exactly why this fucking end demand bullshit of like let's just get more police out there and they can say police ain't saving shit police ain't saving nobody police are the fucking problem police are here fucking raping and killing sex workers all right um Let's see. So, um, Castleberry, this is Don Cat, the woman he murdered, uh, stabbed Mitchell in the hand before the officer shot her multiple times while in an unmarked police car on the 300 block of South Yale Avenue, police said at the time. Uh, Collins said Mitchell cooperated with federal investigators in September when he provided them with a DNA swab and turned over all the information they requested. Um, at the time... <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It keeps getting worse with this guy. At the time of the shooting, an unrelated complaint of potential criminal misconduct had already been filed against Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know something about that Castleberry story where he killed her? She was handcuffed, but stabbed him in the hand, and he shot her. But here's the thing. She was sitting in the front of his police car. Now, why, if you were arresting someone and had them in handcuffs, would they be in the front of your police car unless she was on some grimy-ass shit because he was trying to rape her and she defended herself and he murdered her for defending herself? That's what the fuck happened right there. Mm-hmm. Um, interim Columbus Police Chief Thomas Quinlan said Monday that the community has, quote, every right to be disgusted and unshocked, you know, by the news of Mitchell's arrest and the, and the allegations against him. He said there are nearly 2,000 other officers doing the right thing, and he requested the community's continued support. Nigga, fuck you. Uh, Here's a quote from this asshole. 
Our officers are given tremendous power to keep our residents safe. Tremendous. Donald Trump has ruined that word. Uh, tremendous power to keep us safe. And the overwhelming majority are dedicated to serving our residents honorably every day. But when an officer abuses that power, the city of Columbus is committed to holding him or her accountable. Oh, I'm sorry. That was from Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther. Nigga, you fucking lying. Why are you always lying? Um... Keith Farrell, president of the Fraternal Order of Police Capital City Lodge Number 9, said he is withholding comment until more information is available. Nigga, because you know this nigga grimy, you know he killed that woman. It wasn't self-defense. He murdered her. And you know he raped, kidnapped and raped these women. The fuck? Uh, Glassman said the investigation into Mitchell and the vice unit is ongoing. Two other vice detectives, Whitney Lancaster and Stephen Rosser, have been relieved of duty as part of the ongoing investigation. Well, goddamn. Okay. Mm -hmm. so yeah all right i think we have established that that vice unit is crooked as shit we'll probably be covering a bunch more hashtag good cop stories from them they seem like the type to have a lot of stories there all right so i'm gonna go because i have to figure out how to frost this cake i also have to keep sneezing because my sinuses is all kind of fucked up uh just remember if you want to support the wine cellar, help hold the wine cellar down, keep the wine cellar up, you can always do so at patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund, or you can hit us up at paypal.me uh, slash phoenix and william. Now let me go fucking see what these cats are doing. I know y'all can hear the cats in the background. Let me go see what the fuck they're breaking in my kitchen. Anyways, y'all, be as safe as possible wherever you are and have a good fucking day. Peace.